Are you offering your clients the experience they really want? Or are you offering them what you think they want? Join hosts Laura Gregg and David Partain from FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds as they talk with a variety of industry experts and advisors, just like you, about their latest industry research to help you develop the flexible mindset you need to rise above the crowd. Welcome to the Flexible Advisor Podcast with Laura Gregg and David Partain of FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds. Laura and David's guest is Matt Halloran of Top Advisor Marketing, and they are going to tackle the topic of podcasting and marketing for advisors. David, why don't you kick it off? Tell us about this guest person you have named Matt. Thank you. Well, for all of you out there wondering about whether and how to use podcasting in your business, we think you'll find this episode extremely helpful. We will be speaking with Matt Halloran, one of the principals for Top Advisor Marketing, a virtual podcasting company that is helping advisors find their voice in this medium. Matt actually introduced us to podcasting last fall, and we knew this was a communications channel we wanted to utilize. A brief bio on Matt is that he was destined for a career in broadcasting. He started behind the mic at the very early age of 13. He is a student of the game of podcasting, He is super nerdy about the technical aspects of podcasting. He is a partner of Top Advisor Marketing, or as we call TAM, and he has coached over a thousand financial advisors in the art of podcasting. Welcome to the podcast, Matt. Thanks for having me. Matt, I love that one of the bullets that you gave us called yourself super nerdy, because as you know, we identify with nerds very well here at FlexShares, so... (laughs) Maybe that's why we pit it off so well with you and your your team at Top Advisor Marketing. Let's dive in because I'm really excited about this, and I know the advisors listening are going to be really interested. You are, are truly a pioneer in podcasting within our industry. I'm hoping you will tell us about, one, how you got interested in this marketing channel, and two... I don't think your background was financial services, but I'm curious on how you came to focus on the financial advisor community. I'm going to take two first, if you don't mind. What ended up really happening was I went to graduate school to become a therapist and a life coach and found out very quickly that men didn't want to talk to men and women didn't want to talk to men as a therapist. And it was also really, really depressing. Like people would just tell you, terrible things about their life. And I wasn't really cut out to be a therapist as a full-time job. So what I ended up doing is I went to an old website that I don't think exists anymore. And I typed in life coach and two things came up. One was a franchise, which needed a $250,000 investment. Of course, I just graduated from grad school and was broke. And the other one was a coaching company called Peak that was run by a guy named Ron Carson. I had no financial services experience, so they refused to hire me, even though that I had a master's degree as a therapist and a coach. They were just about to launch this book called Avalanche, which was a holistic planning book, and I was perfect for the job. So I uh, continued to bug them, and I found out later on that Ron really liked something called persidity, which is persistence (laughs) mixed with stupidity. And that's what I did, and I kept going and kept calling them, and finally I got an interview with Ron. And I told him, you can pay me half of what you're paying everybody else and give me six months. Yeah. So he, he hired me and I, I had Investopedia open up the whole time for my first three months of coaching because I had no idea what the advisors were talking about. <laughs> 
what a great start to work for Ron Carson. He truly is an icon in this industry and uh, so insightful, especially in the practice management front. I read his stuff regularly, and it's always great to hear him speak. So what, what exactly did you do for Ron? I helped them build the True Wealth Institute, which was the biggest project that I worked on, which was a holistic financial planning thing for advisors. Ron was very interested in holistic financial planning, talking about a lot more than just finances. They sent me to uh, George Kinder, which is a gentleman who really was the pioneer of holistic planning. I spent five days with him in Estes Park, came back, and then me, Steve Sandusky, and and another outside consultant built this True Wealth Institute. And then I went and spoke with Ron all over the country. I was kind of his opening act. And then I also had anywhere from 100 to 150 coaching clients that I actively coached while I was there. Tell us about when the podcasting came in. As you said, or as David said in the opening, I got behind the microphone at 13. My high school had a radio station. I was Madman Matt Halloran. I did four shows a week. (laughs) Then when I got out of the Navy, I, I went to my local university here. They had a radio station. I became the news director. I really just wanted to be behind the microphone. I started consuming podcasts about six years ago, really, really listening to them. And then Kirk and I started doing a podcast and found out very early on that it was something that uh, I had a knack for that he really enjoyed. And it was just a magnificent way to truly market our thought leadership. Kirk, my new business partner, really taught me that we have to give everything away. I was very closely guarded because the coaching business and financial services is very, very competitive and, and rather cutthroat. But Kirk changed my mind. We started doing podcasting. We started off with one called Mod Marketing, Marketing for the 21st Century. We did about 50 episodes of that. Then we canned that and started over with the Top Advisor Marketing Podcast. When did Top Advisor Marketing Podcast start? About 18 months ago. That's about right. Wow. I would have thought that you had been in this longer. I mean, obviously you were with Mod Marketing, but I thought it was longer. And one other question, tell us a little bit about your company, because I don't think you have a physical office, which is really good these days, but are you all virtual? We are. Kirk has been working virtually for 20 years. I've been working virtually for about 10, eight, eight years. We cover three countries and two continents. Everybody that we work with is entirely virtual. We really like this because it gives us an opportunity to hire great talent. Everything that we do, Laura, is entirely virtual. We record all of our clients virtually. We have a lot of people in Ontario. That's where the majority of our our team is because that's where Kirk and our chief operating officer are. We have a great partnership with the local university where we get a lot of our new people. That's how our organization is set up. So this whole COVID stay-at-home order thing didn't really impact our culture because we've already built the culture of Really, it's a lot more about task-based than time-based. And we've always, Kirk and I both, when we built the company, that's what we wanted to focus on. When you get your stuff done, it doesn't really matter if you're working at three o'clock in the morning or if you're working at three o'clock in the afternoon. As long as you get your stuff done, we're, we're pretty darn happy about it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting uh, as we come out of this COVID time period, how many people push to go back to the old way and how many people just become more virtual. Well, Matt, you and I share something. I was at 17, a DJ at a country station in Casa Grande, Arizona, and I had the tractor drive home time. And that was when I 
officially got my start. However, I took a break in between there and this podcast. So I have not been as continuous as you, but I was in my teens when I got behind a mic and boy, was I bad. Anyway, (laughs) how can advisors who may think they are bad leverage this medium as a way to attract new clients? We found that advisors talk for a living. Every time I'm out speaking, I ask questions. How many of you love to write? Very few people raise their hand. How many of you love to be behind a camera? Even less people raise their hand. And then I say, how many of you feel like you talk for a living? And the whole room raises their hand. This is just a magnificent medium for financial services professionals of all types to share their thought leadership, to really truly engage their ideal clients and prospect centers of influence and existing clients in a very intimate situation. Is it also an effective tool for retention of existing clients? It is. And I really wish more people asked that, David, because as a marketing company, we get asked all the time, what's the ROI? Well, we can talk a little bit about that, but this is a proactive client communication tool and also allows you to be more referable in a very neutral, relaxed way. That's what our clients are telling us is it's a lot easier to refer somebody to a podcast than to refer somebody to having a meeting in person. Cause that's like trying to ask somebody to marry them before you date. <laughs> that's great. Well, there's a thing called syndication that podcasters deal with and how should they make their material available for syndication? It's easier than you might think, David, to, to syndicate stuff and syndication in the podcasting world means that you're going to be covered across every single solitary podcast player, which mm-hmm. you need to do iTunes is about 51% of all podcasts are listened to on iTunes or the Apple podcast app. But if you use something like Blueberry or Podbean, which are the two most popular and easiest syndication networks to use, because you can't go directly to Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, you have to go through one of these programs. They're very, very inexpensive, some, sometimes even free. So if you're a financial services professional who wants to podcast, you can do what we could do for you for zero money. Now, it's a lot of time, but for zero money. What you do for us is really invaluable as you make us sound actually better than we probably are. So having a service like yours does really enhance our efforts. And I believe it is only adds to the ROI for us. So that makes sense. Thanks. Matt. Give us a little more detail on how you work with advisors. When an advisor comes to you or members of your team, how do you get them going? How do you, one, I guess, build their confidence? And two, just kind of take us through the startup. We are a highly structured company. Every client that comes on board goes through the same process. And the process begins with discovery, just like your advisors do with their clients. We want to know who you are, what makes you tick, what makes you unique and different. We have a whole discovery process where during that process, we're going to come up with a podcast title. So you don't have to do that. We have a great marketing team. We come up with the the show notes and the summary of the podcast or the description of the podcast, a professional intro and outro so that our clients all have a professional recorded by a professional voice talent customized intro and outro, including disclosures as needed so that they bookend the podcast. Makes it just sound a lot more professional. Then what we do to help build their confidence is the majority of the clients that meet with me because I help them come up with podcast topics. Before they ever hit record, 
they're going to have eight to 12 podcast outlines or at least topics if they need to submit it to compliance or if they don't need to submit it to compliance just in their mind. So before they record, they know what they're going to talk about. We found that that is a huge, huge confidence booster. We also provide podcast coaching, which when we were warming up for this call today, we were joking about I will or Patrice or Eric, our voice talents, will shoot videos or provide feedback on podcasts to help our advisors become better podcasters. And a lot of it is simple stuff, breathing techniques, pacing, your go-to words, stuff like that. For the audience, we, David and I, have received one of those videos. And Matt does a great job of providing constructive criticism that helps us get better. So we really appreciated that because the whole you and the rest of the team are always encouraging us on where we can push the envelope, where we can be better, where we can hopefully stop saying um and popping our peas and all of that. I agree, Laura, and I am seeing a female therapist because of his videos, but it's okay. So I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just wanted to get that in that uh, beyond the advisors, it's for your asset manager partners as well that you you provide that unasked for coaching, but it's so appreciated. We really do want you to be the best. If there are little things that you can make corrections on, how often do you get that feedback? Very few people ever provide you feedback on how you talk. People will provide you feedback on your products and services and so on and so forth, but just taking that time, it just, we believe that podcasting doesn't just make you a good marketer, but it actually makes you a better advisor. It makes you a better person in our industry because you're consistently practicing what you need to say surrounding the questions that our voice talents ask for you. We offer a whole micro influencer package and and what our focus is, is to help you build relationships over time by gaining marketing momentum using the podcast as your hub. So we take the podcast, you do two podcasts a month, and then we break those podcasts up into lots of little bits of information in order to keep you ever present and kind of omnipresent on social media. Now we focus specifically on LinkedIn. We also partner with LinkedIn Sales Navigator to help find your ideal clients and then put your thought leadership in front of those ideal clients. It takes about six to nine months to really start seeing momentum. But if you put the time in and you are passionate about proactively communicating and getting your thought leadership out there, we've had some pretty amazing success stories from advisors and from our corporate partners who have said, not only is is it super easy because we do all of the work for you, you basically just have to show up two and a half hours a month and we do all of your marketing and proactive communication. The thing that takes sometimes the longest for us, Matt, is the compliance Part of it. However, you you guys make that pretty easy. You send us our audio file. You send us a, a complete transcript of the episode, a summary. We've gotten our compliance team comfortable. There was a lot of educating, educating of us as we were new to this, and then us trying to educate our compliance reviewers. Now we have a pretty good flow with that, but. Can you tell me about how some of the advisors are dealing with the compliance angle or if there's anything you've had to do to help them out with that? We built the whole program with compliance in mind, which leads to the whole nerdiness aspect of my, as David introduced me, we are totally nerdy and very, very particular about 
when it comes to compliance. We provide everything that every major compliance organization, whether it's a broker dealer, RIA, insurance agency, general agency, we have met, Lisa and I have met with huge companies, RBC, LPL, Wells Fargo, Mass Mutual, uh, Cambridge, all of the major broker dealers and general agencies out there. We even have a page on our website that's dedicated to compliance so that advisors can just say, hey, go to the website. Matt and Lisa explained everything that you need to know, including some of the FINRA regulations and SEC regulations that outline why you as an advisor are 100% allowed to podcast. It's no different than having a website. It's no different than having social media. Let's talk about social media for a minute and talk about how you help advisors with that. I know that you said you use LinkedIn and that seems to be working for you. Have you discovered any other channels that help in the marketing of the podcast and of the advisor themselves? We've really tried to focus on Twitter and Facebook specifically but it really depends on who your ideal target market is. So David, I think that's probably the best place to start. If you're looking for high net worth people who are decision makers, who are delegators, who want to have good information shared with them in a medium that they're comfortable with, that's why we focus on LinkedIn. Yeah, and you actually do the posting for us. We do, not to be mean, but I'm not gonna leave that up to you guys because you guys aren't gonna be consistent and consistent posting is, is very important. We also work very well with the compliance oversight companies, the plugins that we submit all of the social media posts ahead of time. We don't ever publish anything until it's approved from compliance, but we make sure that what we're sharing is going to engage your ideal client by using the right terminology that your ideal client wants to find. Let's say you're working with uh, small business owners in Dallas, Texas. The way that we set up our Boolean algorithm on the back end with Sales Navigator, you are going to be introduced consistently to small business owners in Dallas by sharing your podcast with them. And your podcast then is also going to be focused on small business owners in Dallas. Does that, does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's really a very helpful. Yeah, we found it to be uh, very helpful for us as well in our podcast. And you're right, we just are not as consistent and your expertise in this area has definitely helped us. So I have to say thank you again, but podcasting is hot right now. We're in a very unique time. Do you think it will last and what changes will we see in the future? <laughs> I sure hope it lasts because we built a whole company <laughs> around this. Yes, we really firmly believe, we, we believe that there's been a fundamental shift and I think a lot of it has to do with convenience. There's a huge difference between educational workshops, market commentary, email, webinars, and podcasting. Podcasting is very, very intimate. Right now, your listeners are probably in their quiet time, whether that's behind the wheel or what they're at home. They're listening to the podcast, a lot of times with headphones, in their quiet time. They don't do that with webinars. They don't do that with educational workshops, and they sure don't want that in market commentary email. It's a great way for advisors to build a relationship over time with their ideal clients and their existing clients. When is the last time your advisors were welcomed into their client's private time? What do you guys think? <laughs> and yeah. Not very often. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, unless you were an Edward Jones advisor and that wasn't quiet time, right? I mean, Ed Jones door knocking model is a fantastic model and has worked for them for what, 20, 30 years, 40 years or more, but that's not what this is. It's also an opt-in guys. And I really need to stress that when somebody subscribes to your podcast, you're not like annoyingly notified. Like a lot of people feel with text messaging and emails when that advisor is communicating to you. It's, oh, there's a notification in my podcast channel. I'm going to click on that. And oh my gosh, David and Laura had a new podcast and I can't wait to listen to it because I value my relationship with them. It's just a lot of fun. I have to tell you, Matt, I was waiting in line about two weeks ago to get into a Costco and it just blew me away. But I, I was standing there bored to tears. And then I remembered I have my phone. I have my subscriptions. I'm going to listen. The good news is that I got through two podcasts and the bad news was that I got through two full podcasts before I even got in the store. But like you say, you can just turn this on on demand. It was helpful to me that day. I learned a lot while I was waiting. You're not alone with that, Laura. That's what I really like about it. So many people are just walking around with their earbuds in and they're listening to podcasts. There's a podcast for everything, guys. It, <laughs> it's an inch wide and a mile deep. One of my favorite things, there's a fun show called Parks and Recreation. And one of the characters on Parks and Rec is named Tom. And Tom loves podcasting. And they're talking about podcasting. And he says, "There's a po we do a podcasting on nachos. And that's the level of detail that you can get with podcasting. And we really recommend to our clients to be that deep. I've got a client right now who I absolutely love. He does a podcast for IT professionals in the Northeast. His whole podcast is about working with IT professionals. He is so perfectly positioned because IT professionals listen to podcasts out the wazoo. And he is now one of the wazoo podcasts that they listen to about how to take care of your finances and not just finances, how to live a great life and make sure that you're managing money really well. If you have a focus like that, if any of your listeners have a focus or want to have a focus like that, very, very, very specific people you just love working with, then podcasting is the greatest medium for you to market to those ideal clients. Our whole goal here at Top Advisor Marketing is to help advisors get their voice out into the marketplace, whether they use us or not, having them rise above the noise, have them control the messaging that's going out and rise above mainstream media and get back to really hyper local communication is super important to us. We've got a free podcasting guide that I'm more than happy to share with everybody. Uh, they can go on our website at topadvisormarketing.com. It will walk you through 26 pages of everything you need to do entirely for free on how to start your own podcast. Our goal is to help you be your own loud to start a podcast, whether you want professional help or not, please, please, please go to the website and check it out. Matt, thank you so much. Thank you for all of your help in getting us up and going in this medium. We have enjoyed it and we've been trying to push out as much content as we possibly can, especially during these uncertain times. But we appreciate your help. You're coming on. I know advisors are going to find this helpful and look forward to continuing our work together. You guys are fantastic clients. Thank you so much. I love your podcast. Your COVID podcast that you guys have been doing have been just fantastic. Great value to your listeners. And you guys have such a great chemistry together. We're super happy to work with you. Thanks so much.
Thanks, Laura and David and Matt, Matt Halloran of Top Advisor Marketing. You can subscribe to the Flexible Advisor podcast with Laura Gregg and David Partain of FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds by tapping the subscribe button right on this page. You can also share with friends and colleagues with the share button. Thank you for listening to the Flexible Advisor podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of FlexShares Exchange Traded Funds or Northern Trust. All investments involve risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider the FlexShares investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses. This and other information is in the prospectus and a summary prospectus, copies of which may be obtained by visiting www.flexshares.com. Read the prospectus carefully before you invest. Foresight Fund Services, LLC Distributor. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Although we attempt to keep the information complete and current, we do not warrant that the content herein is accurate, complete, or current. We make no commitment to update the content herein. It is your responsibility to verify any information before relying on it. The content of this podcast may include technical inaccuracies. We may make changes in the products and or services described herein at any time. We provide you this information with the understanding that we are not rendering accounting, legal, or tax advice. Please consult your legal or tax advisor concerning such matters.